part of BlindsidePods.com. Hey, it's the MetaFan Show. MHP DEC here and changing some things up. New intro music. I like it. I was getting tired of, of the old intro music. I like the guy. But I didn't like the music he picked. You are so fickle. You are like uh, like the the twenty two year old girl that we're going to be having on our podcast tomorrow, Ellie Schnitt. You're getting all like fickle. You don't want things to be the way that they are. Now you're getting very bored. I feel like. Yeah, it's a summer thing. You know, you, you want a guy for the summer, <laughs> but just the summer, and he better know this is you your guys summer are done flame. on yes. Labor Day. Yeah. Why? Why's that? Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck. <laughs> Up. <laughs> oh, oh, Ellie. I actually, you know, I've got a confession to make. I think I'm in love with her. Um, She's very cute. So this is going to be a very difficult podcast for me. Uh, also, is this is this music going to go on like in perpetuity? What like what, I feel like I feel like I like. Do I need to be saying like? Uh, no, I kind of. Welcome to the show of the century. I just like the music. <laughs> I was just like, oh, we'll let it we'll let it roll for a little bit. I feel like we're. If you're gonna be a dick, I'll turn it off. <laughs> Welcome to Big Time Minifan Show, presented by Blindside Pods. Right. <laughs> oh, man. So I, we got like a shit ton of uh, stuff to get caught up on that happened. Today was, I mean, the day. The yeah, I didn't listen to the day. show. Tell me what happened. Oh, get the fuck out. Yeah, I've never, <laughs> if, if you were prepared, you would have dropped. I've never been more ill prepared. Uh, the, the classic. I've email. never been more ill prepared. Uh, yeah, I mean, they, talk about a clusterfuck of a day. I think, I think. You couldn't have planned a more or scripted a more perfect day if you sat down and tried. The way that this day worked out. From- are we allowed, by the way, are we allowed to talk about what? Uh, Voldemort? Some- he no, shall why, not be named. So- somebody who has more time on his hands than he did earlier. Who Who is that? Cullinane? No. Who's no, got Cullinane's more time? replacement. Steve. Oh, Moroso? Steve? Yeah. Oh, yeah, let's not talk about that. We can let him break the news. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, but Steve, uh, who was good today, I thought. Good, not great. I would say good, not great with Kirk. Uh, he sounds a lot like Jimmy Stewart for some reason. I heard this like Jimmy Stewart, I, I want to you know, wear cat fur on me vibe. Just the voice. Well, the thing, the thing is that he's doing similar to what you do where he's producing and kind of like hosting at the same time where mm-hmm. he's not like hosting like Kirk obviously is the one that's driving the show but he's got to be doing the tech stuff and make sure that the sound is ready he and should he's focus like, on talking into the microphone too there's that oh you are you are you're are you uh I'm all about sound quality I know you're such a sound nerd but I mean so let's I mean let's back it up let's just recap from the, from the beginning so we start off this morning. Blind Mike puts out his nice little video. I put out a little hype video with the help of TJ Hubbard of the little Rocky montage with Kirk's face pasted over that. Um, and then the podcast drops, mm-hmm. and it's fucking excellent. I mean, it's it's you can you can tell it sounds like the old Kirk sounds a lot like the old show. There was uh, incredible hate I saw on Twitter about it. I thought it was kind of polarizing. The I show? thought it was good. The I didn't show, see yeah. any hate. Did I you saw see? some hate. Yep. I really? did some of the sound quality, the the curtitone drop. Uh, but that'll, but that'll, yeah. Okay, so like the the drops, they can figure that out. The drops were admittedly a little low. Um, sound quality was okay, uh, but I mean, I don't really. I mean, that's stuff that you can figure out. I'm talking the curtitone from a, audio was bad to begin with. You're you're doing a facsimile of something that's already bad. 
From a content perspective, though, I didn't really give a shit about it because it's like I've already heard the Kurtatoni audio, so I, it's not really that's not really a main concern for me. What was bigger concern for me was the content and the overall direction of the show, and I thought that the way that they put it together, the topics that they went to, uh, it was a good first show. I like, I, you know, and I think this is what I told. Steve uh, Robinson, Kirk's producer, I told him, like, listen, the first show should sound like, and Kirk said it, should sound like, I think Kirk said, like, the 45th show. Yeah, and right. I, I believe that. You should sound like we're just jumping into the show. It's the same way where if you start, like, a new TV series, don't watch it, like, on Netflix or whatever. Don't watch the fucking pilot because the pilot usually is, like, shitty. They don't have, they're not into the groove of things yet. And I felt like this show felt like... I was I wasn't it didn't feel like a first show it felt like I was just walking into something like a show that's been going on for a while uh, a little bit if a little bit with new people and new sound it warmed up as he got along as he got into the nonsense with Murchison and all of the oh, yeah. WEI stuff that really picked up my buddy Chris in Wakefield said I wasn't feeling it to begin with and then the second half was great I agreed it, I think they kind of picked up speed a little bit of chemistry I, I all I was thinking is when he had the get Roman ad how great it would have been if Jerry was there I gotta get the get Roman <laughs> grabbing my dick with the get Roman oh, swabbing it down <laughs> I can, um, I, I could see that. Uh, I think that Jerry wouldn't know what to do with it if you put it in front of him either. He's not going to be like Marty Walsh and, and try and you know use it as a wet nap for you know his uh, his hot wings or anything. I like stuck that. it up my ass. I can't feel anything back he there. He might. He's, he's like Jerry's like baby wipes. You got a little baby wipes over here. He's like, I mean, God, I think that all I thought of when he was talking about the get they, Roman wipes. Th do they numb your dick out? Is that what they do? They it numb must. your dick out. So I mean, yeah, you don't want to wipe your ass with that. I am. I am Jesus. willing to. I'm oh ab God, I'm absolutely to willing to try these. I have. Why purchased, you, got you got problems in that department? I do. So I used to be. <laughs> I used to be a stallion when I was younger. I mean, I, I could just go and go and go. But yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm just too excited now, and I really have to pace myself. So, so it's when few, I'm, we're really talking about your sex life right now. Few and far yeah. between. Few and far between. Is that what is that what happens when you get married? Is that true that it just becomes more infrequent as you go? Listen, I have a six year old girl who has these night terrors and anxiety. She hasn't slept in two months. She oh sleeps on our God. floor. So literally, it's like when all the kids, for whatever reason, are going to be gone for like 20 minutes, let's go. That's right. And, and I bought those condoms that have like the, the numbing thing on there. And <laughs> it's not... They work. There you go. They work. This is, this is a little bit... I mean, this, this, we're talking sex with DEC now. I, like, we, I thought we were going to save the sex talk for the Ellie Schnitt interview. Um, now we're just going to pick it right up. About, I can't wait yeah, to ask her. So... The the Go Roman wipes they're they're individually wrapped. You can stick it in your wallet. Any guy ever pull out a Go Roman wipe? And if they <laughs> did, what was your thoughts? And was he wearing an MVMT watch at the time too? Because if if that's the case, then he clearly is somebody who is a stud, a looker, a certified G. That's the way that that's the type of guy that that you want to go for, Ellie. So the other um, thing I really liked was that uh, the talk about Carabas and just roasting him is generally a piece of shit. Worse than Michael Jordan, Michael Jackson. Well, Carabas really is very low don't energy. Like him. Fuck you, piece of shit. He's got small hands, small dick, and he's turning women lesbian. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but that's his, no, that's his thing. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Um, yeah, I think the Carabas hate was fun. I, I would say that we should take credit for that because clearly that started with his appearance on Trash Talk. I didn't hear the audio, but I was looking on Twitter and they had a little bit of Casey Smith and Carabas going at it. Yeah. And I could just see like Casey's 
the uh, vein in her forehead popping. Didn't hear the audio, but I'm just assuming she was right and he was wrong. Thoughts on uh, the Casey interview last week? I know you're a big fan of her. So I was mostly a big fan in the past of Casey's look because she is she's smoking hot. That has receded because of the talent that she brings. I think she could host the Today Show. She could host anything that you think of, be it a, a sports show, a news show, Fox News. She's that good. Mm-hmm. No, and, I agree. She's, and she's got some talent. She will make it work. And if and I think she's the type of lady that if you tell her no, I don't. You're not. You're not the. You're not the right fit. She'll find a way to get in there. Yeah, I mean, she's got, she's got moxie. She's yeah, she does. She's got guts. She's willing to speak her mind. She's willing to go to put herself out there. She's not afraid to have an opinion, which I like that she's kind of fearless in that regard. I thought she was really good with us, and also, you know, she was nice enough to uh, retweet uh, our our podcast. And and you know, right now, I mean, we've been we we are. I think I mean. Welcome to the new normal. I tweeted this out today, but I mean, we are a regular on the the iTunes top 200 charts. I mean, that's mm-hmm. just every week we're hitting we're hitting in the mid. You know, like either one. I think we're 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 growing up to like the 130s at some points, which is fine. I mean, the the bigger the more audiences, the the more listeners that we get, the higher up that we'll we'll chart on that. But now every it's basically consistent. Where every time we we drop something, we're gonna get up in that top 200, which is fucking excellent. Um, yeah. And welcome to the new normal. I mean, this is it. So, it, you know, this is uh, this is the new reality. You've got Kirk at number one. We're, we're up there uh, in the top 200, which again is not, you know, it's not not like we're in second place, but uh, it, we're not in we're not in a big time fucking basketball territory either. Okay, uh, I think that we're doing better than Planet Mikey. There's not a single there's not a single Entercom or Weei uh, podcast that is in the top 200 currently that I could see when I was looking on the Sports and Recreation page. I didn't see a single fr- a single one. So. Uh, you can look at that. Uh, I, and also, you know, we're getting a lot of new listeners. I mean, today I was DMing back and forth with Big Cat because Big Cat uh, was somebody that was a subject of scorn on the podcast. Uh, I know that there yep. was, un- and we talked about this before, but Big Cat called for Kirk's firing back in 2014 with the with the Aaron Andrews incident or something like that. And uh, so I tweeted those out, uh, show, show account retweeted it, and immediately, fucking immediately, Big Cat follows me and sends me That's a DM awesome. immediately. And he's like, he's like, whoa, 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 what do you mean? I'm so confused here. What's going on? <laughs> like, I, 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 I mean, those guys, I mean, they're, they're legitimate stars. They have, they host one of the, like, they, they, like, part of my take is like the best, the, I mean, the biggest, the highest ranking podcast on sports and recreation consistently. Kirk, I mean, he's up there with Rogan. There's Rogan. There's Pardon My Take. There they're a big time. They're a big. Some player. of the NPR ones. These are like the the high level. Yeah. PMT. They're they're a big. They're a big time player. Uh, but I mean, they're also not really fighters. So you know, I was just like, it's a man. It's all good. It's all fun and games. Like Kirk wasn't meaning anything serious by it. Because it's a, you know, I mean, he's a nice guy. But they're they're not the type that like wants to have feuds. I was I was even saying like you know like you know I mean lean into it, man. Like play it. You know, why don't you tweet back at Kirk? Go back. And he's like, I'm really not that kind of guy that I'm oh, going to go on, back and build forth. a feud. There's That's what he want to no, fight he with. Said, he go. You know what he said to me when I recommended that to him. And we actually we DM a good portion today. So see if I can get him on the Minifan show. But he was saying, no, I'm not really a feud guy. Uh, Portnoy's more of a feud guy. And I'm like, well, we already got that shit covered. So let's figure something else out. Like, what are we going to do here? How how are we going to beef with Portnoy? I I don't think there's pretty much anything I disagree with Portnoy about other than he's got ADD and he can't focus. No, no. Well, that's the issue with Dave is that he needs somebody like Riggs to reel him in because he's he's going in a million miles uh, in a million different directions and he's scatterbrained. But he can't fight with KC because, one... 
she's nice as hell. Like off the air, <laughs> she's just a nice person and she's really talented. People don't like, by the way, that we are like kissing ass to all the barstool people. I don't understand it. I really don't. Like, I don't. I don't. What do you, what do you fucking want from us? Like, what do you want? You, you want, want you, me to fight with Casey you, you, Smith when she's a nice person and yeah, she's Casey's, super talented? Casey's, Casey's phenomenal. She's she's a million times the talent of any of those fucking idiots and bores at WEEI. Like, you think like you think that we're gonna have like like you think that you're gonna put like Casey next to goddamn Jermaine Wiggins? Like, I love you, Wiggy, but I mean, she or uh, is, the ho- what's the hockey's guy's name? Uh, Dale Arnold. Oh my goodness. There's nothing about Casey Smith that I find yeah. attractive in any way. I mean, here's the thing. I think this is the thing that with PF, the... that PFT guy, if he could just take his sunglasses off, I would pop <laughs> yeah, an anal God nitrate. Almighty. Your Paul, your Paul Lind impression is is great. Um, I wish I had like the cultural. Uh, understanding to kind of get some of the references oh God, the 60 year old and above audience gets that it's big they're we're really big with that with those guys right we're actually very very big at the retirement homes i think in in the uh the miramar lakes area we've got a lot of those older listeners uh, uh there's one guy i think is yeah john in florida big fan of the show big fan of the show in fact i think he sent a couple dms um <laughs> ac- accidentally, accidentally accidentally oh oh sorry here's an accidental screen grab of an I, email i sent with tom brady like oh. I, I was I was so <laughs> big time in big time in Dino. I was so amused with him when he put out the uh, the the very gracious Kathy's Kathy has her seventy uh, eighth birthday. Yeah, and and you tweeted about how they're going to go Carabas. celebrate at the at the Carabas, right? We're a little far from Carabas, but there is something about that place I do like. Oh. Mm. Great table service, endless Alfredo sauce, right. just fan fucking tastic. Hey, my wanna- friends, good morning. <laughs> I do feel bad for the night crew and the janitors that they've got to sweep that up. But hey, you know what? We all got to work and everybody needs a job. So we're still. He might have slabbered off with Get Roman before he, you know, had his Alfredo. Oh God! If there's one thing that so you know these, he's got these, he's got the stomach staples, he's got the fake you know fucking chompers. He probably also has whiskey the pe- dick. He probably also has the penis implants. Actually, I actually know a, I know a girl that wants to start selling penis implants. Actually. Um, which is, you know, I mean, like, hey, if that's your career path. If that's what you want to do, go for it. Penis implants, there is a big market for that. So by all means, more power to you. And I do know, you know, a guy in, in, in Florida, John in Sarasota, that would, would be very, very interesting. She really in wants like to that. do a penis implant business. Isn't there like another type of pyramid scheme that she could be in? Like, Oh, Amway? no, it's like yeah, medical sales. It's that sort of shit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, there, there's a market for that. You don't think that there's look at look at what happened. Oh, I'm sure with, there is. I think look, I think the pyramid scam is more successful. Look well. Look at look at what happened with with companies like Roman that they're advertising for Kirk now, and they're they're you know. And I know I that, told you it must be my audience. I looked at that and I'm like, you know what? I'm I would give it a try. I would give it a try. There you go. They're not even a sponsor of ours. They yeah. they could. They, I'll they try could. it and I'll tell you how it works. All right, DEC, give me your best read for Roman. Uh, Whoa, what's up, guys? You guys struggle with erectile dysfunction? I know I do. Well, today you can try Roman wipes. Roman ready wipes come in a nice single seal envelope. Swipe it on and you're good to go. <laughs> if you know what I mean. Just don't go too quickly. How was that? I good. like to put mine in my back pocket because I always have to be ready to go when the kids have gone. And what I do, I take it out, gently open it up, Oh God! I slather it until there are little bubbles, and I'm ready to go. Ro- go Roman! Officially approved by Mrs. DEC and DEC. Uh, full disclosure: Roman is not a sponsor of this podcast yet. Uh, no, they they, are this more is, than this is the to. most. Yeah, I, they should because I think this is the most effort and uh, energy that they're ever going to get. 
I would. Yeah, I, I honestly, if they want to do that, I will. I will try it out. I'll tell you how it works. We are if at a place where a we need sponsors. We are at a place where we do need sponsors. So we do. We and are, I think you they know, would be effective. So I think you know we'll put the call out there. So any business owners that are listening, if you want to advertise on the Minifan show again, you know fifty fifty five thousand downloads a month. You know, so again, it's not like Kirk Kirk numbers, but you know nothing to shake a stick at either. So you would be able to get some exposure. We're not podcast, Kirk numbers, so. but definitely not Planet Mikey numbers. Either. Yeah, so you know, and, and Planet fucking Mikey and big time baseball, big time basketball, the fucking Taz show. These 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 boring ass podcasts that literally that that literally like I'd rather eat a bowl of nails and listen to Rich Keith read a dick. Then fucking listen to this shit. Uh, so you said dick. So we've got the show that drops the big cat feud. He recaps his is is split with EEI, the Bob Merchantson fiasco, and then he also recaps the Kurt Tony thing, which I think is probably why people are tuning into this podcast is that they're curious to hear our thoughts yep. on that. So what's your instant reaction? We talked about this a little bit, and people are actually giving me some kudos because I predicted jokingly with Casey that Kurt Tony was going to sue Kirk and. Lo and behold, Kurt Tony is suing Kirk and Barstool. So what's your instant reaction? My instant reaction, of, of course, Chris and Wakefield, whenever somebody dies or there's unfortunate news, I get a text immediately before it goes to the AP. So I'm, I'm never without that. He let me know. And the first thing I thought of is he's got a lawsuit because I see his point that Kurt Tony could not consent because he was under false pretenses. So that was my gut reaction. And then I think you said, but to he me, did well, consent. He did consent. Yeah, I guess that's true. And then I thought, well, he said, "Hey, I'm what, talking about. Yeah, what I'm is okay. the harm? I'm, am I okay to record yet? Like, what's the damages? What damages are, is he going to seek? That's my question." He didn't right. slander him. He asked some questions. He asked the same normal questions that any reporter would do. He wasn't harmed. He wasn't. Yeah, let's play the tape. What did what did they what did he make what did he make him say? What did he trick him into saying that he wouldn't say before? He just I, he, I have hugged them and I've <laughs> I have touched their legs. That is for. not okay. That is not Kurt Tony. I don't know why anybody because people are going to be listening to that. That is not Kurt Tony. Um, that is actually a man named Mike McNansky. So please right. get let's get that right here. Okay, that is show not, me how you wiggle in those. GM. Yes, that is not Kurt Tony. We're not. We're not in any way saying that. So let's. let's More not people get a, heard Mike, Mima- get Mike Mananski with me pressing that button than did this morning. <sighs> is that wait what? Who is that? A show? Is that a thing? Uh, I heard it is. It might still be there. There's a show called well, the, like 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 Mike Mike and Jerry. I think is I that think what it's, it's called? called? Mike it's and Jerry in the mornings. Yeah, Cowboy. Mike and Jerry in the mornings. I, think I was under the assumption that show is now called The Electric Barn with Country Mike and Jerry. Ah, that's great. And okay. Curtis on the road. Okay, I like that. Coming up next, we got this. This great Kenny Chesney song. Just great American, true patriot. L- listen up, and we got we're giving away movie tickets at at nine thirty. Ah, uh, neo traditionalist. <laughs> uh, so, so Kurt Tony, you think you actually think that he's got some sort of case? Because tr- let me tell no, you, no, I don't know. That was my gut reaction of like, oh crap, he's got legal. A, he's got legal a case. minds disagree. I mean, we're talking about great minds here, the likes of William Bendis and Patriots, best Patriots coverage in the business. Best uh, Patriots disagrees. coverage in the business. He he clearly disagrees. Also, friend of the show, someone that you and I have interviewed, our friend Dave Brown. That Dave Brown disagrees. In fact, he said he tweeted out. He said, speaking as an attorney, I feel that Mayor Joe Curtitoni has done the courts of the Commonwealth a disservice with his frivolous lawsuit against Kirk Minahan. The mayor should either dismiss the suit or amend it to state a viable claim. And he goes on to outline that he's only really pointing out one claim, and he's saying that he wasn't able to fully give consent. 
but what he's citing apparently like the law that he's citing doesn't actually ever cite consent as a viable you know as as a, as a means by which you to sue somebody so i mean there's a lot of stuff there but again based on uh what some of the lawyers and the legal experts on twitter were saying and again it's twitter so who the fuck knows but i mean dave is a legitimate attorney uh, he's saying that this is this is it's laughable that there's no case, uh, right, so and I think that's that, that's a sense that's a sense I'm getting from from Barstool as well because clearly I mean as somebody so I mean as somebody who is doing Kirk's Twitter, we were not we were not told don't tweet anything we were not and think about the difference if that was fucking EEI, they would say no tweets nothing there silence don't address it nobody can talk about it. Don't react to it. Don't respond to it. Just ignore it because we need to do damage control. At Barstool, they're like, no, nope, go for it. You know, that's it's because it, you know what? It's it, it's like when people go after the NF when people go after Barstool, like when the NFL goes after Barstool. Every knock is a bump. It just makes them more fucking powerful. Uh, so this thing with Kurt Tony, talk about a great day one. This was like a dream. Kirk tweets out that you know I've only I've only had a show for two hours and I already got sued. Like that's going to be a fucking record. That's a legendary day one. So thank you, Joe, for giving us all that free pub. I was looking at the brief and point nineteen came to my attention. This is in the actual brief. Point nineteen. Portnoy launched this attack because his fragile ego could not cope with legitimate criticism. Yep. I've never heard an opinion being put in a factual document like that. Well, exactly. Exactly. That's that's the problem. That's why this is a joke. This is a total joke. You know what this is? This is a this is using the legal system to pander and get your message out. I mean, this is pandering one oh one, right? This is a, like let's 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 be real here. You really think that I get I get it. It's a good cause that he's going to give any damages that he wins to some battered women's shelter. That's all well and good. I'm not knocking that. What I'm knocking is the fact that, of course, a guy like a, like a, like a pandering asshole like Kurt Tony would give would choose to pick that for you know his because it's all about the the attaboys with this guy, a guy that you know his is is so thin skinned. He's just looking for Twitter applause. He has no facts to back it up. Everything that he cites in there is like all pure speculation. He's not even correct. I mean, they don't, they don't even spell Kirk's fucking name correctly. They spell it M I N E H A N E, right? So they they can't even like it's just it's amateur hour. This is a legal document that you filed a lawsuit that you filed in court for a jury trial, and you can't even spell the guy's name correctly. And then you got in the facts section. You're asking, you're talking about how uh, you know fragile egos. Like what kind of language is that in a legal document? The entire thing is an excuse for him to message and pander. That's all this is. Do you know who Mike Capuano is? Uh, Is he like a guy in The Sopranos? I don't know. I don't fucking know. No. No, Mike Capuano was a U.S. representative. He lost his. He lost in the primary. He's one of these guys that these these whack jobs uh, primaried. Yeah. He used to be the mayor of Somerville before he was a state rep. This guy's looking to get. Po- what happened to him? Oh, he got he got uh, beat in the primary. But yeah. he he was a sta- he was a U.S. rep for a decade or so, two decades, twenty years. But he was the mayor of Somerville first. That's what Kurt Tony's looking. He's trying to get some pub because he's looking to get to that next step. That's really all this is. No, that's exactly what it is. And he thinks that if he can speak truth to power, as 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 all the fucking assholes on Twitter want to say, the people that just literally like they have hashtag resist on their profile, as if that there's some as if there's some sort of like like fucking warrior, right? I mean, you it's like as if like all people think that they're gonna go up on Twitter and tweet out shit and tweet out you know like clap back at people like I'm going to speak truth. To 
two power. Like, fuck you. Putting hashtag resist in your bio on Twitter and then like sending out tweets like calling out the fucking patriarchy or supposed misogyny from people that you don't even know and you don't even listen to. I'm sorry. You're not fucking you're, you're you are not Mar- MLK. Okay, honey, sorry about that. You're you're not. You're not anybody special. In fact, you're fucking irrelevant. It's actually sad and pathetic when people do that. Why didn't why didn't Trump sue Stuttering John when Stuttering John pretended to be somebody and recorded him at the White House? Isn't this the same type of prank? Well, here's the prank. It's a fucking. It's just here. DEC. What it is is it's it's stupid. It's pointless. Look at uh, what's the fucker's name? Um, Sasha Baron Cohen. You know him? He's the guy that does Borat. He yeah, does it all the, the fucking thing. time. He does the same shit. He pretends to be somebody, and then he goes to goddamn politicians, fucking senators. I'm sorry, Joe. Like you're you're minor leagues, you're small fucking potatoes. This guy goes and interviews actual legitimate sitting senators and tricks them. He got that one re- uh, Republican congressman to like 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 talk about like how to like stick out your ass to avoid getting like gay raped and shit like that. Like, <laughs> I swear to God, he make he made this guy look like a fucking fool. He pointed out another Republican senator that he would like to show how he was a racist hack and an asshole. And, 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 but same fucking deal. Yeah. It's the same thing. Same fucking deal. So you, he and, and here's the, really embarrassed Kurt Tony. He asked questions. And here's the other thing though, too, in Massachusetts, uh, yes, it's a two, it's a two party state and he did get consent. And then there's the whole fraud bit, but there's also stuff, um, in there legally about having to do with, uh, undercover work or when it comes to a public official kind of using disguises and recording them unknowingly or using disguises to get information. So there's a lot of ambiguity there. Regardless, here's the problem. This is much easier if it's a private citizen. When it's a public official, it's much more complicated. That's why it's so difficult to sue for libel against a for for public officials to sue somebody for libel. That's why it's so difficult. You think Trump doesn't want to sue everybody for fucking libel? He get the guy gets slandered every single day, right? I'm not giving an endorsement of Trump. I'm just saying that he's somebody that is in the public eye that that has legitimate crazy things written about that he's going to be. You know, he's he just hired fucking Joseph Gobbles to run his new you know be his new press secretary, right? And and that that could be a legitimate BuzzFeed headline. Who the fuck knows? But he doesn't sue people for libel because when you're a public official, a politician especially, it's very difficult to do that. So I don't think that he Joe's got a case. This is this is he all. He wasn't dicked around. They're he's the posturing. same questions he would have asked if he got permission. He just used the disguise to ask the same questions that he was going to ask. Other than being embarrassed, he's just it's ridiculous. I don't see what yeah. the damage was other than embarrassment. He's just posturing. That's all it is. This is this is literally uh, this is literally the equivalent of him going and standing in the public square and, sc- and screaming that he was mean to me and this is what he did. But it's not. There's no. There's nothing. I promise you, nothing will come of this. This is an. This is a. This is actually a sad, pathetic attempt by a guy whose entire family, his wife, purchased this stuff from Barstool allegedly. His kids, I can tell this for a certainty. One of his kids specifically does follow Barstool on Instagram. So the guy's full of shit. He's a hack. He's somebody that got his feelings hurt. He was fucking embarrassed and instead of scampering away scamper 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 scampering away with his tail between his legs he says you know what i'm gonna come back around one more time you know what he is he is george costanza in the episode where they were george is eating all the shrimp and he thinks of the complaint or the comeback later where he says the jerk store called and they're running out of you this is the equivalent of that that's what i look at it as i look at it as this pathetic sad deranged just just small just utterly small little man coming back and saying you know what 
my feelings were hurt and this will show him and it's going to backfire right and in his face. And he's not used to it. He's used to having his ass kissed by everybody, the local people. There's that one guy who runs that Somerville newspaper who is not looked at as credibly as other media. So this is totally foreign to Kurt Tony. God, like go on WBZ and do another fucking softball interview with, you know, fu- fucking public information broadcasters that nobody gives two shits about 16 people listen to that shit go ahead and do that get your ass kissed again where you're going to come into the majors here joe and i would consider that our podcast is going to you know is it compared to the the, the little softball landing the boston herald radio you really want to compare that joe when you're going to mess with the actual professionals here uh you got to do a better job than that. That was pathetic. The fact that you want to take this this lawsuit seriously and you can't even fucking spell Kirk's name correctly. Are you kidding me? The whole thing's a joke. It's a joke. It's a joke. It's just great to see that there is an entity behind Kirk that's willing to have a set of balls. And the stuff he talked about today and even the Kurt Tony stuff, this is stuff that EEI would have just swept under the rug and and what was wrong with anything that was talked about today nothing what was scandalous Uh, kirk just spoke his mind that's it he spoke his mind uh and he explained what happened he was honest uh he was honest about the brady thing he was honest about the uh the activist situation uh i didn't know he dropped that reamer was in the meeting i had no idea that reamer was yeah i didn't know that either that was interesting i don't know you know why the token gay guy that's what it was (laughs) i swear to you that's exactly what it is Uh, let's not let's not let's not beat around the bush that that's why reamer was in the room clearly they were just wanting to they want to have some representation yeah but jerry was in the room too well two gay guys what are you talking about i'm a token Hey, you listen to Jerry and Reamer in the mornings, and I think he may he may have some tendencies, man. My God, he is so interested in Reamer's little weekend sexcapades. Like he is beyond interested in that shit. So uh, now let me let, before we wrap this up, because this is going to be a short one today, because we got a tape with uh, with Ellie Schnitt here. What feedback would you give to Kirk and Steve for how they can improve? from here because I think this was a very good first show for what it is and you like as I think about it this way go back I go back and listen to our first show and it's mm-hmm. a train wreck it's embarrassing uh, I, don't I was a train. oh we were both it was it was tough to get there. I mean it's not a train wreck it's just compared to what the, our show is now and what it was back then we're listening to, you're listening to it two was totally good different for, shows it was good for what it was at it's that a first time. show it was awkward right. it was awkward this is a first show that sounded like a show I could jump in at any time I enjoyed the whole thing all the way through the content was great there yeah there might have been some of the sound issues uh with the drops the and audio the quality is the only thing i could think of yeah but they're getting a studio bill kirk is on steve actually has to be near the mic i i think i think there is some compression or something was going on that made it's it more warmth like i shit. think a little more warmth too. kirk's kirk, i thought that there needed to be some more warmth in the audio but again this is this is boring for our listeners what do you think i mean we're not going to talk fucking me yeah i know it's exciting you got you got you don't even need the roman wet wipes right now you are you are fully engorged at this point we're talking tech with dec um as far as I'm content just... wise what do you think do you think that do you think that Steve is a good like foil? You think that they should yes. add in a, a Mike? Do you think that Mike should be in every day? Uh, you think they should bring in a rotating cast of voices for Kirk to bounce stuff off? What's your take? Yes, yes to all of those. Try everything. Have Mike be in there for a little bit. See if it works. See if it fails. Bring some people in the room to work with from time to time. A Tangway type, maybe a Trenny type. Yep. Somebody that you could bring in there. See if it works. See if it doesn't work. Although I like the back and forth with Steve. 
I think that held his own. Steve Steve is a Steve is a perfect guy for that role because he can he's good he's quick he can bounce you can bounce stuff off of him. I thought that there were points where I could tell that Steve was not distracted but he was doing other stuff on the tech side of it, and I think that that's where a voice like Mike uh, could be beneficial, where Mike and Steve could kind of split being that that foil or that second voice for Kirk. Obviously, Kirk is the one you know driving driving the bus here, Uh, but I think it's really figuring out who that person is that Kirk's going to bounce ideas off of. And I think that listener interaction would be great. I, I would, I, you know, I was hoping that we could hear some voicemails, but you know, at the end, I mean, we know how it is. A lot of, a lot of the voicemails suck. So, you know, it, it's, we only have our one, our one friend um, right now, the Mark Moroso impersonator, who is a, who is a fucking legend of, of voicemails. And I told him to leave a voicemail for Kirk. So I'm not sure if you did, uh, Mr. Moroso, if you left that voicemail for Kirk. But if you haven't, please do call the uh, the, the Kirk Menahan Show voicemail. And if Mr. Moroso didn't do it, then we need Mr. Ryan James to do it. Yes, or Mr. Ryan James, the, the dearly Either departed. RIP, Ryan James. You, you will live on in our memories, my God. I don't even care if Kirk knows who Ryan James is or not. It amuses me. Yes, which at the end of the day, that's all that really matters. Is all if that matters. Us. If it amuses me, it'll amuse you. So any, I have a good sense of humor. So if you were going to give it a grade, what's your grade for the first show? It was a B plus. I'm going to give it an A minus for the first show. For what it was, for the first show, for what they, for what it is, like we we knew all the content already. We knew a lot of the stories. Uh, you know, we knew we knew what happened, but it gave me enough that I was I was I was listening. I was listening closely and intently. I was invested the whole way through. I went back and listened to it again when I was just doing stuff around the house. Um, and I think that it's only there's there's definitely room to improve from here. But this is as far as first shows goes. I mean, it did did not disappoint in in the least. Um, in two weeks, it'll look totally different. These are two guys who really haven't worked together, who are doing pretty well on air. Yeah, that's the thing is that they they went in there without any sort of I mean prior on air experience together, except for that one interview that Kirk did with Steve when Steve was filling in for Howie. Um, so they do have a, I guess they do have a, a rapport in that sense, but they went in there and they were bouncing stuff off. It sounded like guys that had, had worked together for a while. They didn't have that awkwardness of, of feeling like they had to, like there was any like silences or things like that. That's also Kirk. I mean, Kirk can make anybody good. Um, but Steve is good on his own and Steve's smart and he, I, I think they're in good hands. And I think that this is a, uh, a good first attempt and we will, I mean, here's the other thing today was big number one on iTunes. Tomorrow, I would wager it will be bigger because all of this, all of the, the, the pub that this is getting, the Globe is writing about it. It'll Kirk, be better. Kirk had an interview with the Globe. I mean, I know that he, he, he said on Twitter that he, that he told the Globe, like they, they asked for a statement and this will be very telling to see if the Globe says that Kirk, you know, that he declined to comment. No, he commented and he said that the Globe has been a hotbed of sexual harassment for years, right? Uh, so it'll be very interesting to see what the Globe prints. Um, it's not not true. But here's the thing is that this is what this moron Kurt Tony doesn't understand that this tomorrow will this will be a bigger show tomorrow than the than the debut and that is so fucking rare what a blessing that this even like you couldn't you couldn't have scripted it better because now the you're going to have the lodge doesn't know what this new media is and they think that the stuff that would have worked 10 years ago is going to shut these people down and it has the opposite effect I say it all the time. People don't know what's coming. I say it all the time, but places like Barstool uh, are faster, younger, and better at social media. And when it comes to getting your message out there and influencing people, there's really no comparison any longer. These old institutions, especially a guy like Kurt Tony, 
they look they just look like 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 stuttering fools they look like stooges sitting there with their dick in their hands trying to figure out which way the wind is blowing it really is sad and pathetic uh and we'll see what tomorrow brings um but that's all i've got for recap what about you that's all I got. I feel like uh, I was ADD today, but that's okay. I'm just going to roll with it. Yeah. I'm good. So uh, it's a short one. Uh, we got to get out of here and we got to tape with Ellie Schnitt. So um, guys, if you're listening again to help us out so we can continue to uh, rise in those iTunes rankings, go on. You can you can unsubscribe and resubscribe. That also helps game the numbers a little bit because it, the new subscribers really actually helps. So if you unsubscribe, then instantly resubscribe. That can help us out. Also leaving a rating uh, and a five-star review. Type something out. Even if it's only a few words, that helps as well. Um, and uh, and yeah, we'll, we'll, we're sitting pretty in the top 200 and hopefully soon we'll be a regular peer on the, uh, the top 100 on the iTunes charts. Cool. All right. See you later, guys. All right, see you guys.